Welcome back to Programming TV. So today I'm going to be walking through a design for a semifinals level female who is currently in more of an off-season limiter-based uh, training phase. This is going to be the first week of the cycle. So I'm going to build out the skeleton, the template, and then actually build the fir first week off of that. So let's jump into it. So this design is written for Riley Stoltz, who she's uh, one of our athletes here at Lumber Capital Athletics and a one-on-one -on -one client of mine. We've been working together for about a year and she's been at our facility since we opened here. So I think realistically, Riley and I would both kind of describe herself as a semifinal bubble athlete right now. So um, in a current level of development, she's been progressing rapidly, which is always really exciting. And she's 20. So she's on the young side. So I also am really balancing like long-term priority, staying healthy. That's obviously a goal for anybody, but especially if somebody's young, you don't need to be as aggressive with them. But as you see, as you're going to see, this training is fairly volume intensive, fairly robust. There's a lot going on here. So um, I thought this would be a good example of like someone who has less stressors outside of training in terms of not a super demanding job and a lot of other really stressful priorities around family and other things like that. So um, a, a good example of a younger athlete who can adapt to a lot, who you can stretch in a couple different uh, aspects of their fitness simultaneously and probably see good results in each of those. So our main priorities for Riley, uh, she's coming off Wadapalooza where we're doing this current cycle. So we basically deloaded her for one week and that was enough where she's still hungry to get after it, uh, but yet kind of feeling fresh where we can get back into normal training now. So basically last week was in an easier week, more like bodybuilding accessories some easy aerobic stuff, nothing major in terms of uh, program design. And frankly, I left it pretty open-ended to up to her. So um, that's a little bit of context of, as to where we're at. And then as you see uh, on the, the spreadsheet here, we're going to run this phase for probably four, maybe five weeks, and then start to gear towards more of season prep. So this is sort of, we did it with more of a, a a limiter phase throughout the summer and into the fall, uh, geared up towards a little bit more specificity, you know, as we got towards Wadapalooza, uh, competed in that. And now it's like kind of reestablishing that base. So this is not like a true off season, but it is sort of retouching on a lot of the things that we were having as priorities in that off season. So, um, I don't know what to call that. Maybe you call that like a re off season, <laughs> uh, but essentially like, retouching on the things that you know that you're going to continue to need to work at at your athletic career, right? For Riley, she's going to continue to need touches of longer, easier aerobic work to continue to build her cardiac qualities because naturally a lot more of the higher tension, higher strength elements come naturally to her. She's got a lot of hip-driven strength. So for example, she back squat at 320, she deadlifted 415 the other month. So her strength numbers are quite good and gymnastics have progressed a long way as well. So there's still room to be had on all of those fronts. However, trying to close the gap on the competitive field, biggest things there are just like aerobic prowess and continuing to work on her uh, gymnastics capabilities. So those are the big things. And there's other things that are sort of trickle down effects that are a result of that. So for example, since her hip driven strength is really, really good, that means that other areas in the body are gonna get taxed more. So like your midline is gonna get taxed more if you have really strong hips because you're just gonna be front squatting way, way higher absolute loads. So things like that matter a lot, right? So like midline strength is gonna be a priority here. Uh, the push-pull strength because that's going to translate to more specific gymnastics work that's like translate to CrossFit uh, gymnastics down the road. 
And again, a lot of easy zone work. Uh, we're also going to give her some touches of like skill-based items, like handstand skill, jump rope skills. So like working on crossovers and then also some like ply metrics and um, things that are further up to the, the speed strength spectrum. So things that are more absolute speed and speed strength based, not just strength speed or absolute strength, um, like lower down, which we see for a lot of CrossFitters is that they neglect that. So let's look at her skeleton for the week. I already have a rough outline up here. You're going to see she's an AM and a PM session on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and potentially Saturday. And then as well, she's going to have a recovery session on Thursday, some active recovery work on Sunday. And then potentially she could actually have two sessions on Thursday if she chooses to swim, which I give her that option. So first thing I'll put in is like her, her Thursday recovery day, which is going to be uh, some of our, our movement work that I write for a few different athletes that she's also going to get. So that's not true individual design there, but it's certainly good and helpful. And I'll probably tailor it as needed to her. Um, I'll give her the option to swim. And then I'm also going to add a little bit of additional midline work on that day. Saturday's the name game. So we can throw that in there. Current cycle is uh, a primer with power clean and power jerk, some strength work unfatigued for back squat and deadlift, the name game, and then unilateral pressing and pulling with some extra credit skill variants, which she should get the extra credit in. Sunday's that rest day. Again, I'm going to prescribe some uh, mobility work on that day for her. So I'll bring that over since we've already had that. Uh, and then Thursday, again, I'll, I'll just load that in because we got the swim in the morning. And then uh, some joint rotation warm-up, O2 reload protocol, which is basically easy cyclical work combined with mobility work uh, for multiple rounds. And then uh, some additional uh, movement work, face pulls, uh, hamstring curls, pistol holds, saddle uh, pose, just again, just general positions, most little bit of mobility work, some positional strength stuff that's isometric, which is not going to irritate the joints any more than they potentially could be. So those are our non-stressful training pieces. The rest of it is going to be, yeah, actual training. So Monday AM, I wanted to make sure that we are having multiple snatch touches because that's one of the things of the uh, Olympic lifts in general continue, continue to prove, especially jerk and snatch, uh, because her absolute strength numbers are good. We don't nearly need to focus on that as much. So one of the things I'm trying to do in a limiter phase for each person, um, Riley being no different is that you want to get as many touches as you can of each thing. So snatches once on Monday, I'm going to bring that back in the PM on Wednesday with, um, actually I'm going to do that session with her here at the gym. So, um, likely I'll put it Typically what I do actually is kind of like line up priorities that we each have that we can work on. Um, so in this case, we're doing some like snatch battery. So just like a, a little bit of mild fatigue that's going to be with that odd object strength, which could be like kettlebells, sandbags, things like that. Um, and then assault bike extended desaturation, which is going to be a, a protocol that I already have built out. That is basically like continuous rounds of like easy, moderate, hard rest, short amount of time, and then repeat over X number of rounds. So basically getting the up above your uh, VO2 max, holding that for a period of time, and then repeating that where you're slowly desaturating the muscle, muscle of oxygen. And that's going to really drive a lot of uh, cardiac qualities, uh, especially. Again, a good thing to kind of reestablish as we get uh, out of all-season all mode. And then I'm actually adding a third session here for her on Friday. Again, for her, like the, the sessions are getting big enough where you can just kind of split them as, as you want because they're already she's already here. So, and, and realistically it might be like where the AM kind of gets balled into the noon session, depending if she just is here and like only rests a certain amount. So, um, that's stuff that you can kind of get used to as someone has uh, factors that they can play within their life. So again, AM on Monday was snatch technique and zone work 
because I want that to be kind of rotating on the ergs stuff that is not super specific uh, in terms of like one pattern gets taxed a lot. And then the PM is uh, basically gymnastics work. Again, gymnastics works one of the big priorities here. So we're going to get that on Monday PM. We're going to come back on Wednesday AM and do that again. So that'll be a muscle up touch. Uh, or sorry. So for Monday, it was legless rope climb, strict ring muscle ups, because that's the skill we've been kind of working on and progressing uh, a touch of uh, kipping work just to keep that uh, pattern fresh, vertical pressing and vertical pulling, and then some joint health work to keep the elbows and wrists happy. And then the, the next gymnastic session is going to be uh, Wednesday AM, where it'll be, again, a muscle-up touch. Here I'm going to have her actually do uh, both bar and ring. And then some butterfly uh, chest-to-bar. That was not one of the things that we've worked on a lot in her kind of summer off-season phase, uh, since this is our, our, our re-off-season, if you will. So that's one of the things that we've kind of identified as uh, a challenging movement for her. So we're going to continue to just give her a little bit of a touch for that volume not getting out of control. And then horizontal pressing and pulling as well as uh, dip strength and straight arm lat strength. So that would be her second gymnastic session. And the third one is going to be on Friday PM, which here I got to be careful about what we see in the name game. I know there's unilateral pressing and pulling, but that'll be more so accessory work that we maybe aren't getting on this day here on Friday. So gymnastic volume specific to the muscle up is the biggest thing that we're going to see there. And then Tuesday morning, we're going to do some handstand work, body line stuff, which is all straight arm. So I know there's going to be some fatigue from Monday night into Tuesday morning. Uh, but realistically, that's skill work and it's something that shouldn't be extremely taxing. The majority of the, the stress in that piece is going to be a row into hinging technique, which is basically going to be largely touch and go deadlifts, um, working on her positions, just trying to uh, have those be as clean and as crisp as possible. And again, she doesn't need that absolute strength work. So it becomes more about strength, endurance, and repeatability for, for someone like her. And then the PM uh, jerk tech, which again, I'm keeping that lighter and form focused because that will a translate to lifting heavier loads down the road. But then also we just did a lot of vertical pressing and pulling the day before. So we don't need more vertical pressing if we do heavy jerks again. And then we're, I'm going to run her through a front squat and back squat uh, progression. So, so a few heavy front squats rest, um, maybe 15 seconds, move it to back rack and then, uh, do a set there. That's, that's tough. And I have that progression built out. So, and then there'll be some intervals with running and double unders and lunging of some kind. So the lunge pattern just being something that we want to continue to develop as well as bounding tolerance and, uh, the run run quality, just making sure that we get running at some point in the week, at least once, which again, I'm going to have that, uh, in the morning on Friday as well. So Friday morning, she's coming off her uh, rest day or recovery day. So she should be pretty fresh. We're going to give her some plyometrics and then into some uh, zone work. We've basically already warmed up the, the bounding and positions that are needed for running with the plyometrics. So it's an easy way to get into that there. And then having a running pair or sorry, rowing paired with that to a give her let the volume of that creep up higher where it was, if it was just running. That could be a bit problematic for the joints and also allows uh, you to still get some extended uh, workouts in without beating, beating yourself up too much. So that was building out her skeleton. I do that for every athlete when they start a new cycle. Um, it's a very time intensive process. And then I go through and basically build their actual training from scratch uh, that first week. And then from there, I'll basically copy and paste and then make tweaks as needed as we go through the progression. So um, let's actually jump into writing out the programming now. Okay, so Monday morning snatch work. Um, starting off, we're going to do some Turkish get-ups 
four sets of two per arm, light to moderate, basically just prep work for the snatches. And then we're going to go into eight minute EMOM, which is light 40, 50% loading. We had actually this exact thing in the name game the other week to warm up for snatches. And I liked it and I thought it was appropriate for her as, as well as another, you know, two or three other athletes I've been giving these two in the last week or two, just because it's good to do other snatch drills. That's a additional prep for the snatch, but then it's a way to start to refine that pattern and just uh, relearn it again. Cause that's something that it's easy to let the patterns kind of degrade as you get deeper into the cycles or go through a comp uh, prep phase. The idea being this more off season is one of the things you want to focus on. Then the zone work 60 minute imam rotating each minute, minute one ski minute two row minute three, C2 bike, nasal and relaxed throughout, entire thing should be comfortable. Don't allow rowing positions to get sloppy because that's easy to do for anybody. But that's also one of the things we've identified for Riley as she gets tired. The, the row positions can tend to break down. So that's the, the morning, obviously a lot there. And then in the evening, we got our uh, legless rope climb touch. So she's obviously going to prep as needed, but then seated to seated, just legless rope climbed at 12 feet, two singles. So those are our inside ropes here. Cause it's still really cold out here and miserable. Um, so we got 12 foot ropes and then legless rope climb, two singles, uh, strict ring muscle up three to four sets, singles or doubles, and then kipping ring muscle ups three by three for, uh, ease and quality. And then we really get into the, the real pressing and pulling work. Again, this is uh, vertical pressing and pulling on this day every two minutes for six sets. So three each to start off starting pretty low in terms of the volume there. Um, and I was more aggressive on the zone work just because I want a, a, a runway to build. Frankly, if you start with like five each, what are you going to do in three weeks, get to eight each, you know, at a certain point it's like, you know, you're going to deal with joint irritation, especially if you're already having three touches of a particular movement in a week, not even including like handstand body work line and jerks and other stuff. So I don't want her elbows to get super cranky. It's already something that I know we're going to have to monitor in this cycle. So, um, just not letting that out of control. So starting relatively easy in terms of like lower volume for, for three tough sets of each one being strict pull-ups two being strict handstand pushups each at a tempo. So three second lower and then ring support hold just two tough sets and then some additional, yeah, joint health stuff. So sideline external rotations with a light uh, dumbbell or uh, plate and then uh, wrist extensions. Uh, because obviously if you're doing a ton of gripping, it can start to kind of piss off your, your wrists and your elbows. So doing some of basically the opposite movement, in this case, extensions is a, is a good move. So let's go to the next morning. So this is handstand body line, um, some handstand skill work. So this is her prep for that. Um, nothing fancy there, just some of her movement specific things that we need. And then this, uh, I have her doing jerk grip quarter. Let me read this out. Cause this is quite the name jerk grip quarter squat pelvic tilts, <laughs> and then combined with handstand holding soles to the wall. Each of these, I basically want her to work like on finding that neutral pelvis position. So maintaining a, a neutral position from relevant pelvis and rib cage, those two basically staying in alignment with one another, staying stacked. Uh, cause it's easy as you load overhead to start to get pulled into that, uh, lumbar extension. And it makes it challenging to a load the position well, and then B breathe in that position. So if you want to be sustainable, you need to be, kind of own that, uh, public position. And then going into Salazar's prep work, handstand walk, six lengths for quality, uh, those being 25 feet each. And then again, I want her filming and reviewing between sets because that's just uh, additional yeah, quality focused work for her midline uh, focused when she's inverted. Then inversion skill stuff, which is uh, like handstand hold attempts, freestanding handstand pushup attempts, pirouettes, 
um, things like that. And then is actual like more of the stress. All that stuff's pretty easy. And then this is three sets, again, giving plenty of runway to build in the future with either doing more uh, reps or a higher intensity pace uh, or just doing more sets. And this is 500 meter row at a two minute pace for her. It's like, I mean, at this point, probably close to 5K. And then 5K time trial pace, that is. And then eight touch and go deadlifts at 265 with a two second lower, which for her is going to be fairly easy and, and form focused. Rest three minutes and repeat for three sets. And for her, I want her filming her deadlifts from the side and basically reviewing between sets. And then glued ham raises on the GHD four by four, just to continue to work on the hamstring strength or PM. Same warm up uh, all the way through the actual handstand hold and quarter squat pelvic tilts. So similar thing, again, that's just like another op, uh, option to get a little bit more of that same volume without having it be, you know, doing six sets in the morning. It just spreads it out over that time and gives her another opportunity to work on that, obviously. And then it's jerks, triple pause, push jerk. So pause and the dip, uh, uh, catch position, and then after standing up, and then a split jerk with a pause and the catch. And then her, her uh, squat cycle, which in this case is starting at every four minutes times four sets, three front squats at 81% with a four second lower. So for most people, that would be extremely tough for her. She is really good at moving her percentages over multiple reps. Uh, so for her, that was totally doable. Rest 15 seconds and then AMRAP minus two back squats with a four second lower. And then four to six sets. And this is now her run, double under, and lunge combination. 12 lengths, no touch shoulder run, 50 feet each, 50 double unders, 35 foot single arm kettlebell overhead lunge with a 53. Rest two minutes between sets. And again, that's just quality work. Then we have some mobility, foam rolling after that. Wednesday morning. So prep is needed into this first part, which is uh, muscle ups. So she can she's accumulating 15 reps between the, uh, the bar and the rings as she sees fit. And then butterfly chest bar pull-ups, so this is quality focused work seven by three. So seven triples, uh, again, filling between and just yeah, making sure that stays as quality as she possibly can. Next is that uh, horizontal pressing and horizontal pulling. So in this case, I'm actually having her doing it on, a, on an incline because it practically works well. If she's already doing the dumbbell incline dumbbell prone row. Uh, it makes sense just to leave the bench set up and just do an incline dumbbell bench press. So it's sort of a horizontal press, uh, close enough. And then another combination, again, we, I said this before, but I, I wanted that dipping uh, strength along with uh, a, uh, a straight arm lap. Uh, so in this case, it was a parallel dip, four sets of eight with a five second hold and lockout after each. Future weeks, I'll have her weight that. And then an ab wheel roll out with uh, four sets uh, of just kind of like moderate work. And then again, some wrist health uh, and shoulder health stuff after that. And then in the PM this week is not for me because not with me because I will be traveling back from the physics experience. But uh, so it's just kind of on her own a little bit more based on her priorities, but I'm still giving her that uh, airbag. I'm still staying in the template and giving her that airbag uh, desaturation as well as some like odd object strength. So more of the, the snatch battery, this isn't even really heavy yet for her or not at all, frankly, but um. Yeah, it's just like some additional, uh, yeah, snatch positional work, let's call it. Four sets, each being fast, but, but good recovery between uh, six bar facing burpees. I have our specific technique for that. And then six touch and go power snatches at 105, which for her is pretty light. And then four sets, again, each being fast, six bar facing burpees, same technique. 
six overhead squats at 125. Then stand back over the shoulder with the 120, three sets of five, kettlebell hang, kettlebell hang high pull. <laughs> so that's basically just like ex accessory work for pulling, uh, trap work. Again, just some odd object strength. And then four continuous rounds. This is the air bike repeat desaturation. Uh, one minute at 60% effort, one minute at 75%, one minute at 90% effort, one minute rest, four times through that. Uh, her recovery work, as I went over before. So let's skip over that and go to Friday morning. So uh, plyometrics, this is stuff that I've given to multiple athletes. Uh, so again, not individual design, but I amend it as I see fit for different athletes and I don't give it to everybody. So going through our bounding prep routine, then single leg pogo hops, then rebounding tuck jumps, then lateral single leg jumps. So basically just a bunch of different uh, jumping variations and stuff that's working on that stretch shortening cycle. And then some crossover attempts because the, the calves are already warm, so she's ready for that. Then she goes into her zone work, which is a 60-minute clock, just meaning that you're moving for that 60 minutes, two-minute row, two-minute run, one-minute walk as rest. And I give her some specifics around that and then some squat mobility afterwards. Her noon session, one case key to get warm, some choice prep, our LCA snatch warm up for the gym, and then uh, snatch drops, hip snatches, and then actually getting into uh, three sets of snatches at 1.1, so a cluster set, a drop reset, another rep at 80 to 85%. Overhead squats, pretty light, uh, four sets of three. And then in the PM, again, leaving her prep open-ended because she, I, I feel like she tends to, to like having a little bit of her own autonomy in her warm-ups, so that's why I do that. And then bar muscle-ups, just working to catch as high as she can. So she's doing three singles, then a double, then a triple, then a set of four uh, for bar muscle up and then strict ring muscle up, accumulating five reps. So again, just a very low volume touch of that. And then EMOM 10 to ring muscle ups. Again, that should be, that's basically no fatigue for her, no real fatigue. So again, that should allow for highest quality possible. And then accumulating, this is isometric work. So it should be a little bit, um, uh, uh, maybe not a break for the joints, but not add additional irritation on top. One and a half minute, ring dip hold, one and a half ring support hold, one and a half chin over bar hold. Uh, and then the name game, which I've already checked to make sure this uh, works with her schedule. So for her, I'm going to have her break it uh, in sort of like a AM and then like more of a, a noon based session. And this is funny enough, a workout that she has uh, tested almost a year ago at this point. That's just getting published now. So it should be a good time for her to kind of retest that. And then mandatory mobility work for her on Sunday, which is a lot of stuff that's related to, um, Hip rotation, um, specifically with like internal rotation and then glute bridges, stuff that's more so based around like a seated bicep stretch, which again, a lot of that stuff's like re related to shoulder extension, which is one of the things that we're going to continue to work on for her. So her positions with, if she does a lot of pressing and pulling, like most people just tends to make the, the chest and the shoulders just a little bit tight. So reopening those back up. So that is her week. A lot of training there. A lot of productive stuff, a lot of things that are really quality focused, which is going to allow her to uh, just continue to stack good training and ultimately like have a good run up to the season. Again, for her, she's not going to need a as long of a, of, again, for her, she's not going to need as long or formal of a run into the actual season because she's already had a competition in you know the January timeframe. So she doesn't need a super long run up to the season, a long competition prep cycle. She can basically go through uh, a few weeks as she goes through the open and she'll, realistically there's still like three, four weeks after the, the open to train for it. So she's clearly somebody who can train through the open for quarterfinals and uh, yeah, have a good result there. So 
Thanks for watching. If you got something specific that you'd like me to go over in the future for programming TV, let me know.